hearing this story in our first reading about the Tower of Babel and how um, the people were united but then were, by the result of their sin, scattered with different languages across the whole face of the earth. Um, it made me think of the language Esperanto. Anybody familiar with Esperanto? Anybody speak Esperanto? I was surprised I looked up some stats this morning and there's thousands of people who actually speak it in some places in the world where they actually have taken it on as their language. I thought it was more fringe than that. But if you're not aware of what Esperanto is, it was a language created to be universal um, so that everybody around the world could kind of take this on um, so that we could have easier communication across the whole world. Kind of an undoing of what happened at the Tower of Babel. Um, but well, the, the name Esperanto actually means hope, and I wonder whether the people, well, there's obviously a hope that this would become a tool for greater unity, uh, greater communication um, across the face of the earth. Um, but when I think about the hope of the Lord uniting us again in heaven, I would actually like to think rather that um, the Lord would allow us to understand each other in their own languages, because um, although this this reality of not being able to understand one another and, and, and disagreement and confusion has come about as a result of our sin. The, the cultural diversity of all the different languages and cultures across the face of the earth is a beautiful part of humanity. Uh, and I think it would be lovely to be in heaven and you can speak your language and you can speak your language, but we can still receive that communication and understand one another. Wouldn't that be lovely? I think that's a nice vision. Anyway, we're not there. We're not there yet. And... We don't all speak Esperanto, so we need to get around this somehow. The, the key point of this story um, of the Tower of Babel is that through our pride and through our sin, that we are scattered and divided across the face of the earth. Um, and even we don't need to speak a different language to another person to realize that we can so easily misunderstand when we try and communicate with one another. We can either misunderstand when somebody uses their words or we can use our words to hurt other people or to turn them away um, or to create division or sow lies. Um, and this is, I think, particularly today, so much of our communication with one another is written, whether text messages or on social media or emails. Um, you know, that's so much easier than picking up the phone and talking to someone. When we're using our language in that way, it's so much easier. The message can be lost because we don't have that personal connection. We can't look someone in the eye. We can't see their body language and hear their tone and, and understand the emotion that's behind it. So you can, um, well, many times I've, I've read an email or a text and, and um, ended up in a conflict because I had misunderstood where the other person was coming from. I thought they were upset or I got upset at something because, you know, so easily this confusion can sow division between us. I think the challenge then, well, it's a challenge, but it's an opportunity for us to try and love one another, for us to try and work for this unity that God wants us to have, is that in, in the confusion of our, our language and our, even the, the different phrases that we use, to commit ourselves to that patience, um, that generosity of attention to one another, to actually listen to what, what is this person saying? So rather than just kind of read something really quickly and, and try and respond, you know, um, as quickly as we can, there's an opportunity to generously love people to, to, okay, listen and receive what this person is saying to me um, because there's so much opportunity for, for division or confusion in our language. So 
Um, this might even be that instead of just flicking someone a text message, we actually call them so that we can have that um, more authentic rela relationship of communication instead of just a little message of a couple of words. Um, but whatever way we do that, there's an opportunity to love here, which is overcoming that sin and division. Um, and even if we were standing face to face with someone who spoke a different language, um, if we were able to give the time, then maybe we can do some sign language or something and figure out what they mean or what they want from us or, um, or just confusedly go our different ways. But if we give it that generosity, then instead of the, the confusion of language becoming a division between us, it becomes for us an opportunity to love, an opportunity to enter into a relationship and communion that God wants for us. So even if we find ourselves um, divided or in um, arguments because of our words, let's um, challenge ourselves to love with that extra generosity to truly listen to the other, to try and hear where they're coming from, to try and receive what they're trying to communicate from their heart and enter into that relationship so that we can um, love and allow God to draw us together.